One, two, one, two, one, two. Ooh, NASA. You already know, man. You here, man. The Ooh, NASA podcast with your boy King Ridge. Ooh, NASA. We in a building. Of course, we got another one for y'all, man. A treat, man. You know what I'm talking about? Got my dog, man. I ain't going to keep y'all. Two Tough is in the building, man. Give it up for Two Tough, man. Frisco in the building, man. Hey, hey. What's up, fam? Too tough. What's good, brother? Hey, you know, just chopping game, just taking you out, man. Hey, appreciate you, man. Up in the Iron Kitchen. Yeah, man. You pulled up, man. I appreciate you, man. It, let me tell y'all, man. I, you know, not too many be in the Iron Kitchen, man. You feel me? Uh, but uh, the elite, you know what I'm talking about? And I do appreciate bruh bruh pulling up. You know what I'm saying? It's an honor, you know what I'm saying, to have him up here. Um, normally, I, I'm, before we even get started, man, I always... For all the interviews, I always kind of give a little breakdown as far as how we first uh, connected. So uh, that's always the fun part for me because, you know, if you know me, I be I be sipping a little bit sometimes. Or I used to be on time out and all the shit. So I'll be forgetting. But ultimately, I always like to come back and, and refresh where we first met up. So from what I remember, from what I remember, talk to me. Um, and you correct me if I'm wrong, because this happens often on the Ooh NASA podcast, y'all. I'm talking about. Ooh, I remember. NASA. So, from what I really remember, I know we definitely connected at a couple shows, yes. um, but I do remember, if I'm not mistaken, De Niro. I was, uh, and I've known De Niro. He's a rapper for Frisco. If y'all y'all already mentioned him before on the pod, but. Um, uh, I've known De Niro for a long time, politics, you know, I know him through politics, and long story short, I think it's when I first moved back to First Gulf for being gone for a while, and I saw De Niro um, on Ocean Avenue, and he was, oh, Reed, what's up, blood, what you been doing, blah, 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 and then he was just like, hey, man, you need to get down with us, man, we be recording, man, we be, we be rocking out, man, I was like, who is we? He was like, man, I be rocking with, with Too Tough, man. I be rocking with, and, and a lot of people be in the studio, man. It be a cypher, man. And we be in there, man. We be getting it in. You got to pull up, man. And I was like, okay, okay. That sounds good. And I was like, where is it at? He gave me the address. And I tried to make it happen a couple times. And I was kind of in, in, finding it, not finding it. And then eventually, I found it. And then uh, that's that's what I remember. So it, it, does that kind of add up that with you? That is not. How we met. There it goes, y'all. But, but, but <laughs> let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. First yeah. of all, shout out to De Niro. Shout out to De Niro. Uh, love that boy. Yeah. He, he, he getting down, doing his thing. Shout out uh, to De Niro. Max Team and Regimer. Look, <clears throat> the first time I met you, I saw you on stage. Okay. Over in Oakland, and you was doing your thing. Oh. And uh, when I found out you was from HP, I was like, hold on. Cause you know we was, we was over in Oakland. You know there's a lot of uh, East Bay MCs, but mm-hmm. man, I was like, man, this boy right here, this dude was kicking that game. He had yeah. a little chicky with him and everything. <laughs> you know, every time I see you, it's almost like that. In fact, I think the first time you came to the lab, you had a little chicky with you. But oh, man, um, man, your style was nice, and you was man, you was letting that mic have it. So I was like, man, I got to get this dude. Oh my and so God. I introduced myself after your set, um, and um, maybe De Niro kind of bridged the gap. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you know, had any intentions on following up, but you know, 
we here now, so it don't even matter. You know, the rest was history. You done came to the lab. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Funky's Joint down there, we was doing that for a few years, good 10 years. And then, uh, uh, you know, you came in and did a couple of tracks. We got you on the album. Yeah. 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 That's times, how it went man. down. 50 times, man. That's how it went down. Okay. So, all right. All right. See, that's why we, we always started off with this. Because I'm often incorrect, you know what I'm saying. I always say, "Oh yeah, man, we met," and then and then and then the guest is like, "Nah, that's what we didn't do, bro." I'm like, "Oh man, you know, blame blame it to my brain, not my heart, man." So uh, that makes sense. So uh, if you're talking about the open show, the one I'm thinking about it had to be is the one um, at the affiliate of the brick and mortar, one of their affiliates. And I forgot what it was called. Yeah, though. I don't. I don't remember the name. I either. forgot the name of the club, uh, but I remember that night. If I'm not mistaken, oh, that was a funny night. Bro. I don't know if because uh, I had two of them there. <laughs> I don't know if it was what's real. If it was, it uh, was what's real. It was. Um, it was his show. And, uh, it might have been Young Gully. No, Gully go. was there, but I think what's real was performing. Rhyme, beats, rhymes, and life, or something like that. And might have been. And I remember Zen Howe performed there too. That might have been it. Because he taped it. Yeah. And that's the first time I met him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I remember the MC, like, was, I, I, I remember it like, like yeah, like the back of my hand, because the MC was like, hey, what you want me to say? And I said, I don't know, just tell him I'm going to rap. <laughs> and then I got up there, and he was really nice and gave me a cool inter- uh, you know, introduction. And I did my thing. And I don't remember I had a few of them here with me too, so that was also a fun night. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. And, and I'm glad we got together, man. You know, and ended up doing our thing. So, yeah. so let's let's get back, man. So yeah. uh, before we we get into you know how we started rocking out and doing our songs, you know, let's get some some history on you, man. So you from Frisco? Uh, I'm, no, I'm not from Frisco. Okay, um, so there we go. I. Uh, I was born in Frisco, okay. General Hospital, but um, okay. and I, I um, grew up. Well, I was born uh, in Lakeview. Mm-hmm. That's where my parents were at first, and mm-hmm. then we moved out to South City, okay. up in Westboro. Shout out to all my Westboro crew. Okay, and uh, that's how I got my start. Um, picked up some turntables from my pops. Yeah. He didn't buy them. I was just down there fucking with his shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, tearing up the needle, scratching and shit back <laughs> in the days. Yeah, man. Um, was this in high school? This was before high school. Maybe uh, elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I picked up that that part of it early. I mean, I'm, a, I'm just a music lover mm-hmm. first and foremost. But I got off into DJing at first. And I was DJing before hip hop started. There what? Was, there wasn't no rap music out when I was DJing. Wow. And so, you know, I was scratching cameo and Earth, uh-huh. Wind, and Fire and all that stuff. And you were scratching, though. I was scratching. Wow. But my uh, sister didn't like it, my brother didn't like it, and my dad didn't like it because yeah. I was using their records. Of course, tearing them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh,. They, they let me have at it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I did my thing, and uh, here I am today, man. I mean, that's that's the fast forward, you know, but... We don't want to do that today. Yeah, we, we'll get off into the, you know, the it's it and everything, but that's how I got my start, man. Who was your uh, inspiration? Um, or was there an inspiration, or was it just pops? Yes, no, there was, there was plenty of inspiration, but uh, musically... 
I'd have to say uh, my first love was the Brothers Johnson. Okay. And um, that was probably the first album that I got. Their first album with uh, Get the Funk Out My Face mm-hmm. and I'll Be Good to You. And man, yeah, I was just I was just fimping on them. And then I got off into Prince mm-hmm. and, um, you know, all that R&B, Funkadelic, you know, P-Funk and, you know. But, you know, I when I was out in Westboro, I always was the one with the music. I had a big box. You could always see me with a box. Mm. Uh, I would take it up to the gym. They had a little rec center. And, man, they would let us go till like 9, 10 o'clock. I'm not even sure. Mm. You know, that was so long ago. But (laughs) I'd have have my box hooked up to the PA system. Okay. And uh, what I would do was um, I would do my little mix basically a pause mix mm-hmm. and um i don't know if you know what that is but i'm listening shit <laughs> this, this is back before you know they had mixers and all that kind of stuff so there was pause break down mixing. for us man you'd have to we got the kids listening to this man they don't know they don't well, even know what the mixing board okay, is okay so this is what it was you you play the the part you wanted and it, and record it and then pause it okay and you'd have to be real precise with the pause button so you could so nobody could tell that you paused it. So okay. a lot of times, you know, you do your mix and then you go back and check it and then be like, oh man, I gotta do it all over because oh, this part is man. messed up. But uh, I got real good at it. So a lot of times, you know, you couldn't tell. And then to with the parts that you couldn't tell, well, that you could tell. I had a formula to fix it. Yeah. So I would record a whole tape and then go back over it and put some sound effects on it. Okay. So I was real precise with that. And, you know, when the, when the, when the mix would mess off, I would put that sound effect in there so nobody could tell I messed off. So let's But, but it would, everything stayed on beat. And, man, people loved my tapes back in the day. Where was you getting these sound effects from, though? Because, look, nowadays, the kids, are, everything going, they're running to YouTube, and they're running to here and there, and there was no such thing as even the Internet. You know, when I got out of high school, wasn't no, I mean, I, there was barely the Internet. So so what? What? what where were you getting your sound effects from? Everything was, was records. Everything That's was crazy. records. Okay. I would, um, the stuff that I didn't have, I would go by my little neighbor's house, and he had all these... Haunted house uh, records and all kind of stuff. So I had sirens and yeah. crazy noises and you know haunted house noises and all. Okay. Man, anything I could find. Okay. I mean, <laughs> gunshots, anything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I was, you know, I was I was pretty creative back then. Okay. For um, there wasn't a lot of equipment, so I was working with what I had. So you was doing house parties and stuff. Eventually, I started doing house parties. Mm-hmm. Um, the summer of let's see, give 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 them away my uh my age right now, but the summer of '83 okay was uh, one to remember. There was probably a house party every Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. of that whole summer. Okay, and I was I was the main DJ, me, uh, and I had a group called the Mix, and then they went on to uh, eventually battle with Chewy Gomez. Okay. And, 
Yeah, it was back in those days before Chewie got on the radio. Cause see, I was for the ass that I was like battle with Chewie Gomez. Cause see, I'm gonna tell you where I remember Chewie from, and then you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong with this. Before Camille, he was on Wild 107. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 or yeah, I think when it was Wild 107, yeah. and I remember he was on Man Cow Show because I remember Man Cow used to talk crazy about Chewie, and Chewie used to drive the truck. That's when I first heard of Chewie. Yeah, uh, this was before Man-Cow. that. Okay, this was so back in to, back in this was like, back in high school. Yeah, okay. He I didn't used even to know. battle with the mix. See, the cold part about it was I trained the mix. I taught them everything they was doing, and then. Uh, you know, some things happened over the summer, and yeah. you know, some cats was kind of hating on me from you know busting a chicky or whatever. And, you know, I ain't gonna get all off into that, but yeah, eventually I had to uh, let let them go on and do their thing and stop for a minute because you know the hateration was too too strong, too heavy. Yeah, so I let them go on and do their thing, and they they started battling Chewy, and they they uh, got their reputation off of that. Okay, but Chewy. He was DJing back in high school. I don't know if he went to South City or El Camino because I was I had went I had left by then. But the mix, them cats was a couple of years younger than me, so they were still in high school. Mm-hmm. But they went on the battle. They had some mega battles, and Chewy Chewy remember that he he got he got the game on that. Okay, okay. How how was the scene in South City at that time? Oh, it was it was off the hook. Okay. I mean, we had a lot of diversity. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of strutting and okay. pop locking and all that kind of stuff. You, I used to could take my box to school back in junior high. Yeah, it'd be mad, you know, strutting contests and all that. Um, they didn't have a mass a demon as a mind, but we had a mastermind of the funkiest kind. Okay, and uh, Ricky Richards was the coldest. On that one. Okay. Shout out to Ricky Richards. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the mix too, man. Shout out to Stratton, man. (laughs) Give it up to, like I said, man, we got a lot of youngsters who are going to be tapping into this. So they might be like, what are they talking about? Yeah, if you don't don't know what Stratton is, it's like pop locking and, you know, acting like a robot and all that, but staying on the beat. Yeah. And back in them days, you know, like uh, Planet Rock Mm -hmm. had came out. And all that electro funk music, so you know Breaking that was that was prime time for that type of dancing and stuff. No doubt, it was. I mean, videos weren't really popping or all, in, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we had some cold cats, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's right. The crush crew was my shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could watch that all the time. That's my favorite of all them hoes. was. Yeah, I love uh, that one too. That, that's my favorite, no doubt. But uh, okay, okay, so. So definitely, that's that's dope to hear. So you was basically the king of uh, uh that at that moment, as far as uh, coming through with the sound and being the DJ and man, uh, as far as in your section for sure. Let me give a shout out to my boy DJ Black Magic too, because me and him, um, he 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 had a cousin that was um, in New York, mm-hmm. and he used to send all the records to to uh, DJ Black Magic. Okay, and me and him would go up there and put tapes together. Um, his dad had, you know, a nice sound system and we'd be up there fucking his, his turntables up and shit. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but we had all the rap songs. Okay. We had like, like when Spoonie G and, um. Hold on, hold on. Before you get into that, cause, cause, cause you started this off when we first started, you saying you were scratching before it was rap. Oh yeah. Now, so, I'm, so let's I'm saying though, yeah, I'm okay. saying though, like when, when we went up to the rec center and all that, that was before rap. Yeah. 
That was before rap. The mixtapes I was doing back then, that was Funkadelic and Cameo and Earth Wind. So who's all the of first, that. When, when it came to the rap, what's the first piece of, I'm trying to see how to say this, uh, maybe artist or the first song that you heard that you said, what the hell is this and I need to be a part of this? Oh, I remember that day. It was Rapper's Delight. Okay. But me and a few homies was, uh, we was helping uh my boy Derek Wilson. Okay. And this was back in uh this had to be man, this must have been about eighth, seventh, eighth grade, man. Mm-hmm. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I, I can't even remember it. We we was young, but he had a paper route. Yeah. And we was over there folding up his papers. He was getting ready for his route. And then Rapper's Delight came on. And we was <laughs> like, what the <laughs> Was, you know, they had that yeah. good times. They was rapping over that good times. And, you know, I, I identified that immediately. And I was just like, what is this? This yeah. is... And, man, that rapper's delight took off like wildfire. Yeah. 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 That, man, that was that was a day to remember. Shout out to Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Amsterdam. The ladies pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Off top, man. Classic material, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just had to touch into that because because we kind of just did a little leap. You know what I'm saying? Went from you know what I'm saying. We we, we you know that, that that's dope to hear. Triple Threat is kind of sounds to me because like this is it. I don't even associate scratching without hip hop. Yeah. So for the fact that you talked about, I was doing this shit before that. It's like what you talking about, man? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yep. what? Okay. So you hear you hear rappers tonight, and you lose your mind. So let's just jump back to what you were saying. I apologize. I no, 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 no biggie, no biggie. So me and Black Magic, you know, we had all the songs. So mm-hmm. man, the tapes started getting real ill after that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, it was kind of you know sought after. And the thing of it was was, you know, I was. You know, making a couple of dollars here and there off the tapes, and um, mm-hmm. ne- next thing you know, started slinging some weed. Okay, <laughs> it's always the dope, man. <laughs> it always calls, and, us, and that's how yeah. it was, man. Yeah. I was I was making a little dollars. Cats started hating. Yeah, and, you know, need some more dollars in your pocket. <laughs> I was the weed back then, man, because you know, I mean, shit, you know. You know, today, man, you know, because I, 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 well, look, when I, when I used to, when I first came around, man, you know, I was coming in there with the, I, I, I had the ladies and I had the yada, you feel me? <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's not talk too much about me, man, so tell me how the tree was back no, then. No, no, there, there wasn't all the variety, like they got 100,000 strains now. Yeah, of course. It was basically Indo and Thai. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And then uh, the gold, the gold was the cheap. Okay. You know, that Acapulco gold, right? <laughs> the brown shit. <laughs> Yeah, but the tie was brown too. But okay. it was Fire. a lot of time that tie, it'll take you over higher than the endo, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was the that was the thing, and and the tie came on a stick. It was like a like a lollipop. Yeah, and it was on the stick, and and then they would tie it up, and they would call it tie stick. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That, that was it, man. Shout out to my homie Grand T. Yeah, he was always. DJing and and had the herb, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he always had that good tie stick, that good Buddha tie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so would you say that that kind of introduced you to some new people? Because you know, obviously, you know, what I'm saying a lot of great things introduced you to great people. Nah, it was okay. always the music. Okay, that's what's up. Um, I, I'll tell you a little bit about the herb a little bit later, but because that introduced me to a lot of people, to be but honest. The, but the music is what basically had me famous, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? No and, doubt. and people 
all over the city knew who I was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even though I wasn't from the city, my grandmother lived in the city, so I always spent my summers there. Mm-hmm. I st- stayed like there uh, and, and uh, at my aunt's house. No, right okay. around the corner. Okay, okay. Right gotcha. around the corner where gotcha. I'm at. Gotcha. But um, my aunt lived on Maddox. Okay. So I'd be over there or I'd be at, the ho- at grandma's house. And that's where I met all the city cats. Okay, okay. You know, in the summertime, you know what I'm saying? They'd be basically out of school, so, you know, I was right there in the mix, you know what I'm saying? Every summer, uh, shout out to my boy Carl, 415, that's where I met him. One of them summers at Auntie's house, you know what I'm saying? And, um, man, a a lot of uh, good um, connections, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, um, eventually, I moved to the city. But, okay. um, you know, when I got my own crib and all that kind of stuff, but grew up in South City, man. And that yeah. was that was a real interesting time. And you're smiling, man, very when you say South now. City, man. So it's it feel very like, different. It looked like, you know, that's nostalgia, man. That, that, that was, those were really no, good times. No, I got some real fond memories of that because yeah. um, I played who. Okay. I was always good in who. Okay. We had plenty of battles, but, you know, I had that box playing mm-hmm. at the park. You know what I'm saying? That box was always playing the mixes. Mm-hmm. Had had to have batteries. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, it was a trip because I had about I had about four boxes. Okay. The first box got stolen. And yeah. I don't want to talk about that because that's you know that was welcome to Bib City. But uh, yeah, but it wasn't even like that. It was it was uh, in house type thing. Some bullshit. I got you. But. Uh, okay. Then I got this other box, the JVC, okay. and that was the silver one. People remember that. And then I blew that thing out. <laughs> Slap it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I blew it's that out. purpose, though. Then they had the Fisher with the detachable speakers. Okay. But that thing was so big, I had to get Big Homie to carry it. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, Was it and, like the Radio Raheem? Or way bigger than that? Nah, it was... It was, it was, I don't know if it was bigger, but it was kind of like that. Okay. It was kind of like that. Okay. But the detachable speakers, I never liked any of the ones like I did that first one. Gotcha. It was the JVC 9-4. Okay. No, no, no. Take that back. It was the Sanyo 9-4. You know, the, 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 the make and model. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, I was into it, man. Yeah. I was into it. But um, eventually I met... Um, this dude named Joey okay. Reyes, mm-hmm. and he had two turntables and a mixer. Okay. And he invited me over, and I was hooked after that. Okay. I said, God dang, this is tight. Yeah. That was when, you know, that was when I really first learned how to mix. Okay. I had went over to Joey's house. He had he had two 1200s and a mixer. Mm. I don't remember what kind of mixer, but he had 12s, and I was like, damn, I got to get these. Mm-hmm. So I went on a mission, went and got me some 12s. I, I really only got one 12. Okay. And I would have to borrow one from uh, Black Magic to do my gigs, but it, that wasn't no problem. He was my brother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He is my brother. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to Joey Reyes, you know what I'm saying, wherever he is. I, I done lost contact with a lot of them Westboro cats. And um, Facebook was a good tool to reconnect with some of them cats, but Certainly. yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I haven't kept being able to catch up with Joey Reyes. I, I'm wondering if he's still 
you know, do any type of DJing or anything because he was the first man for me. Man, hopefully platforms like this, you know what I'm saying, uh, could hopefully connect the dots sometimes. You know, you never know who's listening. You know what I mean? It might, it might be 15 people listening, but one of that 15 might be like, that's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. It might be 500 people. So either way it go, uh, we hope that these type of platforms do what they're supposed to do and what they intended to do, it, which is obviously give us some knowledge, uh, give us some perspective, and also connect. You know what I'm saying? And bridge right. the gaps also. So that's dope, man. That's that's dope. So, uh, when did DJing turn into producing? Or, or or am I skipping something? No, no. I don't want to jump I was, over nothing. I was just about to get off into that. Okay. And um, what am I? What am, okay, so I had transferred to Jeff. Okay. And um, I was still making tapes. And once them cats got a hold of me, uh, you know, got a got a taste of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I blew up again. Yeah, I blew up again in D.C. Right, mm-hmm. and I started messing uh, with uh, with uh, the Hilltop Cats. Okay, HT. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what they was known as <laughs> during those times. I don't know if you know. I know you know. There's probably some cats out there repping HT, but that's Hilltop right there. Okay, and uh, my man Cool Mackin. Shout out to Cool Mackin. He had uh, got at me about doing some beats for him because he he wanted to rap. Yeah. And so um, I didn't really know him really well, but um, I agreed to do it. Uh, my homie was Al Mack, right? Shout out to my man Al Mack. Mm-hmm. So so you know the the crew was tight tight. Tight nipped. What's what's tight tight knit? Yeah. Tight knit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The crew was tight knit, right? So uh Cool Mackin was in that crew. Yeah. You know, H T baby. Yeah. So so when I met Cool Mackin and um he got a, he got to hear the tapes and all that and um I had, you know, had Al Mack coming over to the crib, um, and he was slanging them with me, you know what I'm saying? Slanging tapes. He was like, Man, we gotta start slanging these, yeah. right? So we started getting real busy and just slinging them to all the homies and all the people at Jeff. Okay. And then, uh, and then Cool Mackin came over and he was like, "Man, I want you to make some beats for me." And um, I didn't even. I had this. I had this little drum drum machine. It was a little Yamaha. Okay. And man, it was like, it was like Garage Band, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just had all these generic drum sounds. It wasn't really like a. Like a uh, like the drum machines are now. Mm-hmm. It was like having a like a like a drum set, but it was like you know it was a drum machine. So yeah. I knew how to program it. I was fooling with it, and I was you know doing some scratching with it and making some little beats here and there. So he was like, "Man, I need you to make me a beat." So he wanted. I said, "What you, what what song you want to rap to?" What? So he told me uh, something with James Brown. So we did one. Mm-hmm. With, uh, I think it was Sex Machine. Okay. And he did this song called Mackin' At You. So so it was cool Mackin' yeah. doing Mackin' At You. Okay. So um we had uh we had um Okay, let me back up. Okay. Let me back up cuz first of all, back then I wasn't too tough. Okay. And um so um we had uh we had did this, um, well, back then, I was Mixmaster DMV. 
and, and DMV stand for Death Mix and Vents. Okay. <laughs> Death Mix and Vents. Death Mixing. Death Mixing. Vince. Yep. Okay, Vince. Okay. So, got you, got you, got you. So, uh, after I met Al Mack, I found out that his brother lived in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, his brother would always bring him this fly gear, all this, uh, all these fly uh, sweatsuits and different stuff that they had over in Japan. Mm-hmm. And he, he would get them tailor-made and okay. they would have... You know, different writing and stuff on them. So I had them made me a, a DMV sweatsuit, okay. right? So we were going. So when Run DMC and uh, LL and all them came out and the Fresh Fest came out, man, we was going to them concerts lit, fly, yeah, lit, yeah, talking crazy shit, yeah, Mac game on tilt, yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, we was you know doing our little <laughs> busting and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, that's what it was. So we uh, um, went to this one show with Angela Bofield, and um, she uh, had called me up. I had, back then I had a perm, right? Yeah. Perm, so it's only right. All the way down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she called me up and uh, did. He's too tough. Mm-hmm. And you know I was the little stage dude, right? Gotcha. So after that. It was like, nigga, you too tough. Too tough from here on so out. That's how it, that's how that came to be. Hey man, shout, shout, shout out to getting your name, man, because it don't mean something unless somebody else gave it to you, man. Yeah, I'm talking about no, no, no. But, Angela uh, Bofield. There we go. There we go. And, and, and don't don't take what I say. You know what I'm saying? If you gave yourself your name, it still means something. I'm just fucking. <laughs> but yeah, man. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead, brother. Um, no, but after that. I started using that song as a scratch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Was that like an intro? Not really an intro, okay. but, you know, we made a song. And, um, you know, he, he did the uh, shout out to the DJ. He made like a tribute DJ song, like, you know, kind of like Rakim did for Eric B. Gotcha. Yeah, so he made the uh, He's Too Tough song. So we, we started recording. Uh, first, we started recording with this brother... Uh, um, Hindu Indian brother uh, Rajiv. Okay. And um, shout out to Rajiv. Uh, Rajiv's daughter is actually a recording um, artist right now. So shout out to this history, man. Yeah, they they got it going. Who is she? Do you ever know her? her name? Uh, I forgot her name, man. Okay. I, I, Does I she could, rap? Does she sing? I could look it up on YouTube, but um, you know, Rajiv. Um, he had he had some equipment. He had a little studio in his garage. We made Mackin' At You. Okay. And then uh, I think we had did a couple other tracks over there. But um, then we had met uh, Mind Motion. Okay. But what it was, we met Mind Motion Big Brother, DJ FX. Okay. And DJ FX went over to Europe and got busy, right? So shout out to DJ FX. Shout out to uh, Mind Motion. We went over there and recorded a song early in the game with Mind Motion. Okay. And um, that was another one. What else? Then I met his cousin, Big Hook. Mm-hmm. And um, so so me and Big Hook, well, Big Hook and uh, DT Funk, they were the Supermax. Okay. Him and, uh, well, at the time, I, I had just met them two. And it's a DJ crew. 
No, nah, no, nah, these were rappers. Okay, okay. Supermax is rappers. That, okay. was, that was actually the first single that we we actually had put out. It was okay. uh, the Player's Love Story. <laughs> and okay. um, that one was a classic. You know what I'm saying? If you got a copy of that, man, Can we say, well, you got some gold right there. Ron, when did this come out? Because you can't find that. That was in 88. Okay, cracking. That was in 88. And um, so they had, uh, they had um, Chris... What was his name? Silky C. Okay. Silky C was another member of... Uh, he lived around the corner, too. Okay. But um, they were the Super Macs. And then uh, me and me and uh, Cool Mackin was Mackin' Too Tough. Okay. So we all formed a, uh, an alliance called the Mac Team Regime. Okay, Mac Team Regime. And that's how that got started. Way back in 88, 90, something like that. Correct. I don't know if we... We didn't immediately come up with the Mac Team but, uh, but that's what it, it was, was the Super Max and Mackin' Too Tough. Okay. So, um, DT had a, a SP-12. Okay. And even before that, um, me and Mackin had, um, had went and got, got a, a SP-1200. Okay. So we was making, we was making some slaps after that, right? Okay. We wasn't no longer DJing with the, I mean, uh, making beats with the little Yamaha. We had... You know, got to some real equipment then. Yeah. So we started uh, recording a lot more, and um, we had the uh, the SP by the time we went over to uh, to my motion spot. So okay. we made this. Um, what was what was catch catch the catch these legs? What was that? I can't even remember. I can't remember the name of that song that we did over there. Yeah. And the cold part about it is none of these tracks really ever came out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, was it just because y'all was experimenting at the time? Nah, it was because the studio cost so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. No doubt. No doubt. No, I, I understand. Yeah, so after the Supermax, Mackin' Too Tough, then um, I got another artist uh, by name of Tom Slick. Okay. And Tom Slick, I knew him back in uh, junior high. He used to strut. You from South City? He was from South City. Okay. He went to El Camino, though, and I went to South City. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of, after junior high, we lost contact because mm-hmm. he would always dance and strut when I brought the box to school. Gotcha. They, they would have big, like, battles and stuff. After school. On Fridays after school because I used to only bring it on Fridays, okay. right? So, you know, everybody knew when so I... So everybody was looking for you to come exactly. to that they was, they was ready for that battle right after school. we set up right there in the hallway. Yeah. And it'd be big crowds over there and, you know. But um, the one that held that down was Ricky Richards. Yeah. Um, and, uh, man, he, he would sometimes... Nobody was ever... Wanted to battle him. Okay. But sometimes he would just give you a, a couple of, uh, uh. Yeah. And, and, and show everybody who was boss, right? So, yeah. So, uh, fast forward to um, when Tom Slick started rapping. So, we kind of, we kind of, um, so Tom Slick was a, uh, one of the Caucasian brothers, right? Okay, okay. Okay, so, so we kind of. Shout out to white folks. <laughs> <laughs> white people. <laughs> white, white people. Y'all, y'all here too. Y'all here too. Y'all yeah, here let too. me give big love out to Tom Slick though, because he got real busy and started putting music out, right? Yeah. So he had wax, he had cassettes, and eventually got signed, right? Okay. Um, he got signed. 
My emotions started playing his, his music at the cream of the beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we was getting ready to blow up, but um, <clears throat> his management started acting funny. Oh, it always happens. So um, he had shot a video, which was real big back in those days. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff got shelved because the manager started tripping, right? Damn. Okay. And, and the cold thing about it was they was trying to sign me too, mm-hmm. but when I looked at that contract, I was like, Mm-mm. It was disgusting. Not going to be able to do. Oh, boy. Mm-mm. You said, I'm not going to be able to do. No, and that was my only real, um, you know, shot, so to speak. Any Nobody really approached me with no contract after that, you know what I'm saying? Because... I saw that and I was it was like ridiculous. They yeah. they was looking at me like I was gonna be a kid and they was just gonna pimp me out or something. And I was like, oh no, you yeah. know, I'm the player here. Exactly. You know, doing Shout out like to you that. for having foresight, man, and being able to look at that thing and, and not just being so hungry that you just sign anything. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So so we was doing shows, Mac and Too Tough, Tom Slick, um Supermax. They was doing shows. Here and there, but me and me and me, Tommy and Cool Mackin was doing a lot of shows back then. We was doing showcases. That's when showcases was big. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I can recall one uh, showcase um, where we had uh, we had won the showcase mm-hmm. clearly, okay. right? <laughs> and then the dude skipped out on the money. The promoter skipped out on the money. But Sorry, check game. Right. Check this game. So a couple of weeks later, we went to this different showcase. We weren't performing, we just went. Mm-hmm. It was over in Hayward, I'll never forget this. And we caught the dude there, right? Mm-hmm. So it was me, Big Hook, from the Supermax, and Cool uh, Mackin, and, and we had jammed him up in the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. So we over there, you know, digging all in his pockets, because he owed us a couple of hundreds anyway. Yeah. So. You know, he was, he was, you know, shaking in his boots, but so we, we, um, took what he had and, you know, was like, you know, you owe us, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so the funny thing about that was, uh, Coognut came in the bathroom, right? And he was like, oh shit, gangster shit going on in here. Let me (laughs) fuck out of here. That was some funny shit, but I knew, I knew, uh, I knew Coognut from high school. Okay. Um, Shout out to Coognut. Coognut. And the trippy thing about Coognut is he was Lakeview cat, but he went to school with all the HT cats. And he was cool with us. You know what I'm saying? But we wasn't cool with Lakeview. Okay. Got you. Okay. Okay. And and it really wasn't me. You know, it was just the crew. Just the neighborhood shit. You know what I'm saying? It was that hood shit. You know what I'm saying? Because... Man, Too Tough was was born in Lakeview. Yeah. <laughs> so you was like, man, I'm caught in the middle of this shit. It wasn't even like that. Though. Okay. I mean, Did it you was find it yourself was, more. It was like, kind of like one of those things like this. They gave the artists a pass. Yeah. But it was the homies and the crew that would be squabbling. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so was you kind of like on an island? Would you say? No. No, nah, not was like you that. Like, nah, I'm riding with the homies because it's where I'm at. No, nah, it didn't even come down to so that. So it's just like, I, it didn't even I'm come down even to that. I got you. Um, the couple of shows that we did do, mm-hmm. and I can recall one in particular at Skyline High. Mm-hmm. I mean, Skyline College, mm-hmm. out there in um, in San Bruno. Mm-hmm. Man, nobody got to perform. Okay, why? Because niggas was squabbing. Got you. <laughs> I mean, we all came deep. Mm-hmm. Ill Man and Posse came deep. Yeah. Mac and Too Tough came deep. 
and um, the homies just wasn't gonna let it happen. Yeah, they they got into it. It was a riot. They had police from D.C., South City, Pacifica, um, Highway Patrol. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. So um, I remember when they started rioting. I had the whole DJ set up right in front of me, and I just leaned down with my hands over the, uh, my head down with the, with my hands over the set like mm-hmm. that, and I could feel people just jumping over me, Damn. jumping over the turntables and this and that and this and that, and um, you was just protecting your shit. I was just protecting my shit. Yeah, and I you. some niggas' shit got fucked up that night. You know what I'm saying? So, man, but shout out to Coognut, man, because we was always cool. I remember one time Kugna got on the street sign and sh- was shaking it <laughs> and the shit fell off on my, my hood of my car and, yeah. and put a chip in the paint. Niggas were trying to get me and Kugna to squab, but I was like, nah, Ron's my nigga, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I never was, you know, like that rah-rah type. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I always had my composure. Yeah. Uh, shit happens. Shit happens, man. You know he didn't mean nothing by yeah, it. He, he just fun. It ain't like he... You know, intentionally yeah. did the thing, but yeah, we was always cool, man. I never got to record with him. We was we was planning on t- doing it before he died, and that was a shock. You know, that was a cold shock. But uh, man, shout out to Ill Manner, um, my boy Tony Jackson. Yeah, from DC was um, one of the I, don't, I ain't gonna say founders, but um, he was in there when they made their first tracks. IP. Yeah. In all honesty, as I mentioned on another pod, um, I mean, when I first got introduced to Frisco music as a kid, Cool mm-hmm. um, Nut is most, I, I give him the credit of the one that made me go, oh shit, people from the city rap and they sound like this. Yeah. So I think Cool Nut was my first one that I idolized from the city. Yeah, you know, I think the first ones I heard was Nut, RBL, and, and JT, the bigger figure, and probably all because of. Uh, trying to survive in the ghetto. Right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Man, he had a nice rap voice. I tell yeah. you, he, he was kicking some some monster game. But, Absolutely. But yeah, we we would always kick that player Mac game though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We would we would be uh hard. You know, a lot of cats was you know hard on the draw, soft on the panties. But it was like <laughs> the other way around with us. We'd always you know you know the baddest. The baddest chick in the spot, that's the one that that I went straight for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I always treated her like she wasn't shit. So Hello. that was the Mac game right there. Hey, my guy. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy right here. There you, you know go. what I'm saying? You owe me. You owe what me. What you got for me. So I, I would always go up and just man say you just, need to pay me. I, I always wouldn't say, hey, I like your lips. And I'd do like that and yeah. fuck up their lipstick and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So, they used to hate Tough, but they love me still, right? Of course, yeah. They used to hate me, though. Shout out to Tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, that's good, man. So, let's get into, like, when you kind of started getting into, like, really creating records and, and like, like when you solidified yourself on the scene. Because, I mean, like I said, this is news to me. Well, I, I, I looked at you always as, like, a Frisco staple. And I guess you still are, regardless. Uh, I mean, South San Francisco, Frisco... I'd say, would you say so, or would so, you say that I'm so incorrect? Let, let's, let's, let's just continue the story. So, okay. so um, Money Banks over in Lakeview started a, a studio, right? Okay. I don't know. I, I think it was called Bankroll. Okay. 
That sounds about right. That's where I met TC. Okay. So he wanted me and TC to be the uh, engineers over there. Okay. But I, I, I couldn't. I never had time for it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I told, I told him, you know, let TC do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, he's the man, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you know I met TC. He, man, that's where he started recording Coognut and all them cats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over there at Bank Road. Shout out to Bank Road. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, he was right there on the corner. Oh, man. What is that? Is it Orizaba? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it, shit, it, I, it, and that's that's what's so messed up, man. My memory is so, you know, it, 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 it escapes at, right? me. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. You know how uh, Lakeview turns like this, into... Yeah. To um, you know, Ingleside, yeah. I guess you know yeah. what I'm saying. Right at that corner, yeah, that's where Bankroll was. Okay, and uh, yeah, it was a bunch of cats going over there. Dame, uh, I don't know if you know Big Dame. Back in the days, he he used to um, DJ and fun fact, he had I was born at Ingleside. Oh, that's right, that's right. Ashton Avenue, mm-hmm. Ashton and Holloway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you know where the store is on Ashton and Holloway? That store on the corner? Yeah. The house attached to the store is where I grew up. Oh, wow. What a yeah, trip. Small world. So, um, yeah. so um, Ramsell was where I was. Yeah, up to 10 years old. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I was a kid. No, but when I grew up. No, but I didn't, I didn't grow up in Lakeview by any means. Yeah. My brother and sister did. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and shout out to my sister. She's the one that got me to slinging that herb. You know okay. what I'm saying? She, she really put me on. Yeah. And that's how I met a lot of city cats. Okay. Because um, she had to hook up with the, you know, with the big timers. And yeah. when they wanted to really start doing their thing, they came and seen me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was the middleman. Gotcha. I really wasn't the big time this or that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never wanted to be that. In fact, I always wanted to have a low profile. That's why, like, a lot of people don't really know who I am, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I always wanted my privacy. I was like, I want to be able to go to the store. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, you know, take my kids, you know, to the park and all that kind of stuff and not have to deal with a, a, a whole bunch of bull, right? Yeah. But um, that that was just my mentality, so I always kept the private side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, um, so... Um, me and Tom Slick started working at uh, Bankroll and recorded a s- couple of songs, but then uh, Kugna was was telling me it was you know they were stealing my beats and different stuff, and so we got up out of there. Shout yeah. out to Kugna again. Shout out to Nut looking now. So uh, we left up out of there, and then uh, shoot, where did we go? We started recording in South City at uh, G Man Stand Find a Way Studios. Uh-huh. Then he moved over to Hayward and uh, got got that. Well, he had a different board, but then he had that big SSL. And, he still oh, got that man. motherfucker. Yes, he do. Thank and wow. that's that's where <laughs> we laid down to get the get. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. I take that back. There was another stop over in uh, Richmond. Okay. One little Indian Studios. Okay. With Al Eaton. Rest in peace, Al Eaton. Al Eaton, okay. Al Eaton was the one that produced a bunch of too short shit back okay. in the days. And um, the Supermax were the ones that took too short to a uh, different fur. Okay. When when he was recording out of the trunk, out of the on the four track and selling shit out the trunk, yeah. it was DT and, and Big Hook that took him over to different fur and then over to uh, one little Indian. And that's where he 
got really, he really blew up and got record deals and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Al Eaton was doing some negotiating on that, I remember. Um, but at the same time, I think he was stealing some of my shit and giving it to show. You know, I got a bunch of those stories. I got yeah. a I got an MC Hammer story. I got. Oh, we need the hammer story, man. <laughs> we hey, look. If you're gonna give us at least one, we need the hammer story. We might we're gonna get the hammer in segment two after the sixty minutes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, or it fits. so one little Indian. That was that was a good stop for us. That's where we did Tom Slick's uh, record. Yeah. And then okay, so after his got done, I told you what happened with his, but mm-hmm. but the one song blew up. It was called uh, On the Rise. Okay. And um, my emotion was really liking that one, so he played it a lot. Mm-hmm. He played it a lot. Um, so he kind of got famous off of that. And um, then what happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, once we um, stopped recording with uh, One Little Indian, I don't know what happened to him. I, I don't know. He, he might have had a heart attack mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, we, we, we had to stop recording with him, and then we went over to G-Man's. Okay. And G-Man was in South City at first. Mm-hmm. And he had a little studio over there. We, we did we did some Mac and Too Tough stuff over there. Mm-hmm. We did uh, Big Hook's uh, first EP, but the Supermax recorded their album at uh, One Little Indian. Okay. Now, here was the thing. Once we recorded the album at One Little Indian... Big Hook got busted um, for selling dope, so he went and did some some uh, penitentiary time. Yeah. And we never released that album. DT didn't want to release the album without Big Hook. Yeah. And um, Big Hook wanted him to do it. Yeah. He was, you know, sending kites from the pen, talking about tell DT to drop the album, drop the album. But um, he didn't want to. He he didn't want to do it, you know, on his own without Big Hook out there. Yeah. So, and then. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Crazy Rack. You heard of Crazy Rack? I don't heard of Crazy Rack. Okay, so Crazy Rack was uh, the Supermax DJ and eventually um, Two Shorts DJ on okay. um, not Born to Mac, but the one after that. Or was it Born to Mac? It might have been Born to Mac that he started DJing with Two Short. But anyway, um, Crazy Rack was D- uh, Two Short's first DJ. Okay. So um, me and Crazy Rack ended up DJing together. Mm-hmm. And um, R.I.P. Crazy Rack. He met he he was dating some stripper, and then something crazy happened, and the apartment burnt up, and he got burnt up in it. Oh, damn! Crazy Rack was from uh, Brooklyn. Damn. But uh, yeah, he man. Crazy Rack was a cold hustler, man. He introduced us to uh, what in a minute records that okay. was that was doing all the distribution back then in I the Bay Area. So Crazy Rack had got a couple of record deals with uh, uh, in a minute. So mm-hmm. he put out his own stuff, and uh, we could have put out the Supermax album, but again, Mr. Funk didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, shout out to Mr. Funk because man, he is one of my mentors, and he is one of the coldest. Uh, beat producers uh, in the game yeah. and um, he taught me a lot of stuff back then especially but um, 
DT is the one at um, Funky's joint where I met you, yeah. where you came to record. So, yeah. so me and Funk had uh, put together a studio eventually, but let me get back to where we was. Yeah. Let, me, let me keep the timeline together. Timeline lit, man. Yeah. All right, so. Um, Around what time is this right now? Uh, let me see, about 91, 92 okay. maybe. Yeah. So, you know, from 88 to 90, 92, all of that stuff went down, right? So, um, so Big Hook um, went to the pen. We had recorded that uh, album, which was dope. It never came out. Mm-hmm. Um, we had got a test pressing of the first four cuts, but then um, DT had shot it to one record label, and we never got it back. But, oh, man, I wish I had that today, man. Because mm-hmm. those were mixed tight. We had those four tracks mixed real tight. Yeah. And then the rest of them were kind of just cassette stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, back then, they were recording on beta. Okay. We, would, we would mix down to beta tapes. Crazy, crazy. And I never understood that, but um, those beta hi-fis had some of the best audio quality back then. Okay. See, it was a trip. And then Pro Tools... I started off on real. That's right. Well, that's... Well, that's, no. Okay, so... Um, yeah, there was there was catch recording on reels, but then we would we would mix it down mm-hmm. to the to the beta. Got you. So I think uh, Al Eaton had a half inch, and then Stan G Man Stan had a two inch. Okay. Them two inches was like a hundred and twenty for real. So Disgusting. that's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so I'm you gonna... had to buy the reel, mm-hmm. then pay Stan about fifty seventy of the hour. And then you know, so recording was expensive. As hell, you didn't you didn't go in there just messing around. You, you know what I'm saying? You had to have that it. thing tight. And uh, yeah. okay, so we did some recording with uh, one little Indian. We did some recording. That's where um, well, me and Mackin did something. But like I said, Tom Slick did his album there. Now, um, once we went over to G Man's, then we did uh, when Hook got out. We did his whole solo album. Mm-hmm. It was called uh, Where I Been. Okay. And he had a track on there with Minnie Ripperton Ooh. that uh, would have really turned it out, but the Loonies beat us to the punch on that when, okay. when they came out with that one. Yeah. They had one with that same beat. But we still went ahead and did our thing with it, you know, and you could you could probably find that one on uh, on uh, Dat Piff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh NS- NSH3 okay. was his rap name. Back then, and now before he passed, it was it, it was Nicoleone. But we did that album over there, and uh, we did a lot of Mac and Too Tough recording over there, and uh, yeah, that's how the whole Mac Team thing got started. Um, as far as music, but the Mac Team regime is is so much bigger than the music. There's so many cats in that. I mean, Cortland Hill. I mean, you know, just going back. Just taking it back to them days, you know, they had a, a few little turf wars, but a lot of cats was so cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. It, you you could go anywhere in the city and, and it wasn't no thing. It started to change in, in the late, you know, mid-90s, you know what I'm saying? But What was it that, that, uh, that changed? I guess the dope game and, you know, I would think that the, would happen a the, little early. the turf stuff, you know, yeah. started getting real big. But even before, you know, there was turf stuff, but there was some cats that just could universally just go wherever you know what i'm saying and and um let me you know there's another thing i left out um 
what was the name of that record label? Anyway, it was Showtime over in Filmo. Yeah. That um, I don't know. Do you Frisco, know Showtime? Frisco Street Show. Showtime. Street Show. Yeah. Street Show. That's yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so um, DT Funk and Hook and Crazy Rat, their first single came out on Street Show. It was Players Love Story and Supermax in Effect. Yeah. And um, Showtime had that that record store over there. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how that's that's. That's how the Supermax got on wax because Showtime had an audition mm-hmm. and oh man, I remember Huey MC was there. Uh, what's that other brother? He's a good producer too. I think he worked with TC too. Uh, Who, the Enhancer? Oh no, the Enhancer. He's a, he came, I came, I, got, I knew, I, I met him a little bit later but um, Race? it was a, uh, um, dang, can't think of dude's name right now. Comfort Cozy. Comfort Cozy. Yeah, Shout out Comfort, to Comfort Cozy, Cozy was over there. Shout out to Huey MC, Comfort Cozy, and man, it was about ten other groups over there uh, auditioning for Street Show, right? Yeah. Mac and Too Tough auditioned. So what? What Show Show said he was gonna do a compilation, but he eventually just uh, signed to Supermax. So um, their first single came out. We was gonna do the album on Street Show, but like I said, Hook went to the pen. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So then when he got out, that whole Street Show thing was over, and uh, we did his he, he did his uh, EP. So we did the EP. Then he got caught again. Ah oh, shit! So we couldn't really promote that album and do shows and stuff like we wanted to, but. Um, uh, Hook was my brother, man. He he had moved in with me mm-hmm. and uh, was living upstairs. And me and him was recording it at, at the house, you know, doing our little pre-production stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I mean, we got tracks that have never came out, will never come out. Yeah. And uh, to me, he's the, he's the hardest. He he had a track called "The Hardest Motherfucker in Frisco." Man. <laughs> That's exactly who he was, man. Yeah. So rest in peace, Big Hook, man. Rest in peace, Big. Love Hook. you forever, brother. Where was that brother from? Uh, he was from Cortland. Okay, okay. Cortland Hill, where the pimping is real. There it is. Not too, <laughs> not too far from me. And shout out to Cortland Hill and all them players over there. Pimper Die, uh, uh, Schwinn, Craig G. Yeah. Uh, man, it was so many players. Scotty pimping. <laughs> <laughs> you going down every lane, man. Right? Man, they, hey. they raised Max, man. It was raising young Max. I can dig it. I can dig it. Mo Money. Shout out to Mo Money, man. Yeah. He then came out and we reconnected. You know what I'm saying? The cold part about them cats is uh, a lot of them went to the pen, man. Seemed like around those times, we, we, that's what we was happening. We was doing some monster hustling back then and. Yeah, man, casualties of war. You know what I'm saying? Of course. A little war on drugs, so-called war on drugs, just putting brothers up. That's so. They they snatched up some real soldiers. You know what I'm so saying? People but, still uh, behind the, uh, the walls right that's now. Real talk. Over that's bullshit real talk. that the government correct currently right now. But the game is, was real back then. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Now what you're now it's a matrix. <laughs> it's absolutely the matrix, man. Shit, I pinch myself every day, man. Try to try to recognize and understand that I'm asleep right now, man. But 
Look, that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole other story, man. So, so uh, obviously, we we about to shift because uh, I don't know what's up with this, man. Sometimes we we can flow straight through. For some reason, it's gonna stop us off at the at the hour mark, but we just gonna pop right back in. There's no no problem, no no problem, deal. no we problem. We gonna jump right back in it, but definitely want to talk about that shift, man. You know, from that point, you know what I'm saying to where, you know, uh, yeah, you, you jumped into that next realm. I think we definitely headed in that direction right now, right? Yep. Okay, dope, 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 dope. But uh, uh, definitely, man, this is exciting, man, uh, to 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 get some of this history because a lot of this stuff is brand new to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And some yeah. of the stuff you're telling me is like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, man, we about to hop into segment right two, segment two in a moment. You know what you're listening to. Ooh, NASA. Ooh, NASA. All right, Tuff, let's continue, brother. I will. Eventually, I moved out to... Porterville, California. Shout out to Porterville. Where's that at? That's about it's about an hour from south of Fresno. Okay. Out there in uh, Tulare County by Visalia. Okay. And so um, I uh, got got my uh, future wife pregnant. Okay. And uh, we had to move out there because it was affordable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to being responsible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I didn't stop doing music. Mm-hmm. Um, we had moved into a uh, apartment, and uh, I had set up my room, my studio room, and still making beats. I didn't know nobody out there, but I was coming back to the bay um, at least once a month. Mm-hmm. So I would always connect with my guys, drop them a tape, and you know what I'm saying. Let them, you know, keep the flow going. And uh, we eventually uh, did Big Hook's album. Uh, I was down in Porterville when we did Big Hook's album. He, um, the one that finally got released under Nicoleone. Okay. It was called Negotiations. <laughs> Negotiations. Uh, you, you can find that all on the digital <laughs> platforms. So um, he okay. had got uh, Mr. Fab on that one. Okay. And I think. So around what time the, is this? When did that come out? About '95. 95, I think. With Mr. Fab on it? Yep. Okay. Yep. And, um, shoot. Mr. Fab was out back then? Yep. Yep. Mr. Fab, I mean. You got brand new Mr. Fab. He wasn't, he wasn't charging that much either. Because so. I'm like 95, <laughs> shit. I'm older than Fabby, I think, by like a year or two. So I'm like, God damn, if you talk about 95, it couldn't have been 95. Well, shoot. I think he had, um. Because, cause look, I was, uh. It's my birthday in September, so I mean I was fourteen years old. So that mean he had to be twelve or eleven. So it couldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean back then? Yeah. Hmm. Ninety five. Nah, it, it it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. Maybe it was a little bit later. Had to be a little later. Had to be maybe. Was, but don't matter. It's all good. But yeah. So I mean, Fabby on the album. He on the album. Yeah. And um, I remember uh, to one one time, I was on my way up. To the bay okay. to uh, find a way studios to mm-hmm. do some mix downs with that on that album. Okay, and my daughter called me and said she had just broke the water and I oh. had to turn around. Oh, and man. oh man, I never, never forget that because those mixes on those two songs. Yeah, 
I did not like. Uh, and I, I didn't make it for that, but um, that album eventually did come out, and I'm very proud to be on that album, man. I did about four or five tracks on that album. Let's shut that album again. Negotiations. Negotiations by, by Nicole Young. Nicole Young. Okay, yeah. make sure y'all tap into that. You know what I'm saying? This is legendary shit. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, so um, after I moved out to the Ville and uh, had my son, um, we stayed out there, and that's how I got into real estate. So, okay. You know, like I said, shout out to Porterville. Um, my... Uh, my, my landlord at that time was a builder, so um, I came back, I moved back in with moms, yeah. and uh, I uh, started investing okay. in uh, Baltimore Apartments, and um, yeah, man, that's wow. how I, uh, uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't like immediately, I had went, here, here's the thing, I told myself that I, I would work for a, like a corporate job yeah. for 10 years and that's all I was giving them yeah. and I stuck to it wow well the most high stuck to it you know what I'm saying it Spit wasn't that shit brother it yeah. wasn't really my thing but you know I am a spiritual person so, yes me too uh, not religious but I'm a spiritual person so I do you know give give my salute to the most high no doubt and, and uh, she carried me <laughs> to where I am today you know I'm a real successful businessman but um, never really to wanted that, to be uh-huh. we gonna take time to, to to you know applaud that correctly man shout out to being a businessman shout out to being an upstanding you know what I'm saying a pillar in your community man shout out to being a black man that young black man can look up to and say I could do that shit too for sure, for yeah. sure. And I, I'm always uh, available for everybody, anybody that uh, is interested in handling real business. But uh, did not master this music business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So um, at this point, I'm not that interested in getting into the industry, mm-hmm. especially after I've seen, you know, some of the shady things that has been done to, especially, you know, some of my close folks. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, got my my, uh, my my feet wet into the real estate game, um, and uh, here's what happened. I had moved back from Porterville and moved in with moms, and uh, we started recording again. Well, we didn't really start recording uh, immediately. I had uh, to buy my... Uh, first house before we got back into recording. Okay. And I bought my aunt's house over on Maddox. Okay. And um, threw a bunch of parties over there. Some nice, good parties mm-hmm. around the the ninety nine two thousands. And um, uh, let's see, I had invested a little bit more in the recording equipment and. Uh, um, started branching out a little bit beyond the Mac team. Mm-hmm. And um, I had met, uh, well, I had knew Mo and the twins for a while, but they um, brought some cats over, some young cats, mm-hmm. and one of them was Lot. Okay. So that's where I met Lot. He young came Lott. to the crib. Shout out to young and Lott. And we did a couple of recordings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took him over to Stan's. 
and they said that Stan wasn't fast enough okay. for him. So they. Who's that? Oh, um, the label. Okay, gotcha. Okay. The label um, said that Stan wasn't recording them fast enough. Okay. And they wanted to, you know, move it along a little quicker. So they went over to Hyde Street. Okay. Where we met the enhancer. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So that's how I met him. And we recorded a couple of tracks over there. Mm-hmm. And they put out some stuff. Lot had another partner at that time, and I forget what his name is. Mass. It might have been. Yeah, yeah I think so. A, young, young, uh, short, dark skinned brother. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, man, hey, man. He's super dope. He too. was dope as can be. Yeah. But uh, Lot, Lot had this sound like Jay Z at the time. Hmm. Like Lot really reminded me of Jay Z, and. Um, so I had Lot getting a lot of love on this podcast, man. Shout out to Young Lot, man, because you're not the only one who mentioned him. Is why I'm saying that. Well, so well, I I reconnected with Lot. Yeah. Uh, during my album. Yeah. So um, let's see where did I where did I see Lot again after that? But okay, so let me back up because you know we, back in those times we recorded, you know, um, recorded. Uh, a lot of stuff at my house over on Maddox. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had an opportunity to uh, be the engineer at a studio down on Townsend. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about a year. Okay. Uh, who came in? Um, nobody real uh, famous came in. Mm-hmm. To record, and that was a real nice studio, man. I wish we could have came up on that, but that ended kind of janky. Okay. And I was real glad to be able to get my microphone and my uh, SP twelve hundred out of there before they uh, closed up. Gotcha. But eventually, KML moved in over there. Sometimes, okay. It was. Um, I thought we were gonna get a lot of business because of that, but something janky happened. And the guy closed it down. His name was Roscoe. Shout out to Roscoe. I don't think he's around anymore, but I lost contact with him after that. Okay. But um, that went on for about a year, and that's really how I got into um, engineering. Okay. Because he he put me on as the engineer down there. Gotcha. So we we did some uh, recording from a couple of different people, and I met this um, real talented keyboard player, uh, by the name of Donaldo, and he has Hit Lab. Okay. So me and him develop a relationship, and we still record to this day. Awesome. He's he's my go-to keyboard player. Uh, him and uh, Everclear. Shout out to Everclear. Shout out to Everclear. Shout out to both of y'all, man. For for you know, you know, what I'm saying putting them hands on that. Uh, everybody got a plan, Volume Two, man. King Reed, baby. Yes, indeed. And that's that's those, those mixtapes that I dropped are. I don't, they're not slept on actually because there's a cult following who loves it. I'll put it like that. So shout out to y'all, man. But go ahead, brother. We well, let me give you an exclusive. I yeah. got a remix for one of those songs that Let's uh, go. I'm going to drop pretty soon. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, and uh, you already did the cover for me. Okay. Mr. Uh, graphic Artist King Riggs. <laughs> hey, man. Nassau. We trying, man. We trying. Give a shout out to Nassau. Hey, man. Hey. 
Shout out to Nessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, Nessa. He in the building. Yeah, ooh, Nessa. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right, and if they right. don't shout you out and if they ain't showing you love. Them ain't your partners. Straight up, man. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. For sure. That's the so, truth, man. So they closed down, um, kept on going. You know what I'm saying? It just don't stop. Uh, where did we end up recording after that? Um, shoot, I don't even remember. But I eventually moved out to Porterville again. Mm-hmm. And what happened with that was my wife's mother had a stroke. Oh, man. And she wasn't going to be able to go up and down the stairs. So I had to move back out there. But I had a big fat house out there with mm-hmm. a pool yeah. uh, on an acre. Mm-hmm. And uh, had hella fruit trees, five-bedroom house. Damn. Man, that was a nice time. I wish we had a shot some videos out there because it was a great, great place to shoot up. videos, especially some summertime-type videos. Shit. I had a waterfall in the backyard with oh, the pool. Yeah. A couple of players came down and can testify to that. But, oh, man, I had a great time out there. Okay. Kept making beats, never stopped making beats. Uh, I eventually had a internet radio show. Okay. Was DJing with my man Darrell. Okay. Uh, HipHopGRadio.com. Dope. Um, and ironically, Darrell's mother owned the group home where De Niro was as a little teenager. Okay. So after we met and was chopping it up, he had brought that up, and I was like, "No shit, yeah. he was over there in Westboro, that you know." Yeah. He was right around the corner. Literally how me and you was right around yeah. the corner all these years, right? Yeah. So, um, again, shout out to De Niro. Shout yeah. out to Darrell. Darrell Black. Mm-hmm. Hip Hop G Radio. I don't know if there's some archives, but I have my mixes from there. Okay. Um, so I had got off back into DJing in the meantime. You know what I'm saying? And had a little internet show. And this was before podcasts and any of that shit was going on. He had, uh, his show was on Winamp. Win- <laughs> <I got you. laughs> that sounds about right. Okay. So, um, shoot, I, I can't even tell you what year it was. Winamp. That sounds like, uh, what, what, what's his name? Uh, shit. That was probably about 05. That sounds about right. <laughs> Winamp. Yeah. So, um, I'm back out in Porterville, you know, with my family. Uh, my daughter graduated. Um, my son grew up in Porterville, born and raised, uh-huh. and uh, not raised because he came. We came back to my mom's house in Westboro, and he grew up there too, around a bunch of his cousins and stuff. Yeah. But uh, uh, back to the music, I had did that show for I don't know, maybe about a year or so, mm-hmm. and then um, still making beats though. And um, eventually, when we moved back, I had tapped back in with DT, and that's that's um, where we started doing the um, Funky's joint down there on Guerrero. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, great spot, man. Once we once I got down there, um, of course, uh, I left out Mr. Bazooka Joe. I got to give a shout out to Bazooka Joe because he's a pioneer. He was there almost that whole time. He. he came around. Oh, gotta give a shout out to uh, DJ Paz Red. Okay. Cause Red was around too at that time. He was actually DJing for Tom Slick. Okay. So he was doing all the mixing and scratching and 
the shows for Tom Slick as the DJ. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened with that, hmm, he had a partner named, uh, he had a partner from Brooklyn that eventually got killed too. Mm-hmm. Harmony. Yeah. Handsome Harmony. And that's some shit. And we had uh, harmony and get killed. We had did we had did a couple of tracks together, some real nice East Coast type tracks, you yeah. know, some boom bap yeah. slaps. That's my shit. And uh yeah, rest in peace, handsome harm. Rest in peace, man. Scrap brother, man. That boy came around with gold fronts and all that stuff from way back, man. He yeah. was, he was a cool brother too. And uh shout out to Red for uh putting him on with us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I had did a track with uh, Mo Sadie's the Mellow, quite a nice fellow. Hey, <laughs> uh, from Tony Tony, and um, I think he was related to Tupac. Okay. Somehow, so um, I got a funny Tupac story too. All right, we need the Pac story and the Hammer story, man. <laughs> well, in the early days, you know, people, the crews, like we thought we were so hard the hardest you know what I'm saying and and didn't want to you know it ain't like now where people are collabing and different stuff you know what I'm saying so I had an opportunity we was at this club I was at this club called the Trocadero okay and uh, I saw Tupac just standing over there by himself right he had a Tampa Bay Buck starter on just you know, foot up against the wall. Just what city is this? Posted. We was in Frisco. Okay. So, so um, it was at one of these Gavin conventions yeah. or something. You ever heard of the Gavin? For sure. Yeah. Okay. So we was all over the Gavin for the whole time. Yeah. Right. Um, had eventually went down to L.A. for the um, BYE. Um, I remember Dr. Dre was hating on us. Right. Everybody wanted to be a Mac. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> but but don't don't forget about the time on New Year's Eve when we was macking up Michelle A, and this nigga came over there and saw pimps and just slapped the shit out of her right there. I was ready. Like, yep. God damn. Right there. This was during one of them conventions too, but uh, to go um, go back to what we was talking about. Um, so you know at the Gavins. You know, everybody, you know, East Coast, West Coast, everybody is there before any of that beef shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Pac was just standing over there, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, up that nigga now. We harder than them niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, is this Tupacalypse now, Tupac? Uh, I don't, think, for my niggas, I don't even think Tupac had his own solo Digital shit. Underground Tupac. He was Digital Underground Pac. Okay, gotcha. So, um... You know, I I just I just missed that opportunity because I could have went over there and like, hey man, yeah, you know, y'all was y'all was <laughs> sizing him up. Well, not like that. It was just like we just just fucked that. We nigga. was just so off him. into our own egos. You I know what you. I'm saying? Yeah. Like you you remember when uh, see children one? stay about your egos, man. <laughs> stay about your motherfucking egos, children. Yeah, be, go ahead. <laughs> be humble, man. Just you know, it it ain't like that now. People are collabing. Nah, these and, kids uh, is crazy as fuck, man. Well, you know that you know. Shit. We, we, everybody, everybody as a kid is. These kids nowadays, <laughs> man, they wild, man. I don't know, but uh, but go, yeah, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just it's just sad, man. You feel me? I, I wish better for the kids, man. So but, you remember when KRS uh, went and uh, slapped PM Dawn? Mm-hmm. 
that's that was the atmosphere. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Cruz was not fooling with the next crew. Gotcha. And you bet not say nothing about us, cause nigga, it ain't no disc records, nigga. We coming. <laughs> yeah. We coming to fuck you up. Yeah. So anyway, so um that was that. I missed yeah. that opportunity with Pac. And then this was even before that, right? So um <laughs> we had went down to the BRE and uh we had seen Hammer. Hammer was dancing and acting a fool down yeah. there. It was it was no wonder he got signed because he was he was all over, right? He was like in people's face, mm-hmm. dancing like yeah. like he was in niggas' face, like 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 niggas was dance battling and shit down <laughs> at the at the BRE, right? Yeah. So anyway, fast forward to it after he had did Ring It and and a couple other tracks, so. Me and Mackin had this song uh, we had first came with, and I used a, a Parliament uh, sample. We're going to turn this mother yeah. out. So we went down to K-Pool. Oh, shit. And was about to, you know, put it on the make it or break it with uh, one of them DJs. I forgot who it was. Yeah. And um, dude going to open the door like this. What's up? Right? He said, he said what you want? I said, uh, I got this tape. I want you to bump, right? Yeah. So I slid him the tape. So he said, right on. And then um, and then Hammer opened the door up to see who it was. Okay. Right? So he was up in there. So he was in k So he was up in there. Okay. So I know they played him uh, that, that. I do. Right or when you or said maybe it. they played it, you know, on the radio and I didn't even hear it, but I never heard it on k But he heard it, I know, right? He, I know he heard it because a couple of weeks later, I'm at the L.A. Dream Team concert, and they playing Hammer, Hammer's new track, and it was Turn This Mother Out. He didn't even have words on it at the time. Damn. That nigga rushed that shit. God, oh. But that was just the nature of the game, man. Yeah. People was biting left and right. I, I have bite stories, so many bite stories about so many different people. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that one was... Those classics. That That's was classic. a major one for me, you know what I'm saying? But... I mean, you know what I'm saying? That was that was hip hop. Yeah. That's hip hop, man. I mean, you can't you can't, you know, say, you know, it was a sample. I was just for the You know what I'm saying? So you mad at I didn't own it and he yeah. didn't own it, but he beat us to the punch because he had a platform. No doubt. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? So more power to pop to uh, hammer. Shout out to Hammer. Shout out to Mr. Fab, F A B. Shout out to Too Short, you know what I'm saying? Shit happens. And uh, and and going back to Al Eaton Studio, that's where I met Be Legit and E Forty. Cracking. Cause they was recording over there too. Yeah. Along with Short. Okay. So, Big Hitters was over there. One little Indian. He got Cat signed. I don't know if he had anything to do with the click getting signed, but they was recording over there. Yeah. So, you know, that's what that's what that was. I'm sure we would have got signed if Hook never got popped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. Now that I'm here, I'm kind of glad we didn't. Yeah. We had an opportunity to go to Japan with Al Mack. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen when he uh, got popped. You know what I'm saying? And uh, So fast forward, I had moved back to the Bay because mm-hmm. I was in Porterville for... Uh, all of these are like five-year intervals. When I moved down there the first time, I stayed for five years, came back, stayed for five years, moved back, five years, came back, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been here ever since. Yeah. But uh, once I moved back, I uh, 
we I hooked up with DT and that's where we started Funky's Joint. And that's where I met all these gotcha. young, all you young rappers. I call yes, y'all sir. young rappers. Hey, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. <laughs> you know, you know oh, shit. I ain't gonna start, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna say, yeah, I ain't gonna start, man. That's something lady pissed me off today. Fucking, I say it. I went to a damn store. Nah, I ain't gonna say it. This lady, this lady told me I look way older than I am. I said it's the first time I ever heard that in my life. But hey, hey, that, that's that's enough of that. But uh, okay, so let's talk about that energy out of that studio, man. Because well, you know that's what I yeah. really got to you know rock with y'all. You already know what it was. I know the energy, but the people don't. Know it, was, the it was a studio it was apartment. Eats. It was down on feeling. Uh, uh, had the chickens coming through with me. Oh man. <laughs> This this man had oh hey hey um, hey hey, hey. Um, <laughs> had a good time. <laughs> we, we're gonna leave that uh, where it stood. Yeah, we'll yeah. leave that at, 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 at Funky's joint. We had a good time, but uh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Funk had got all of, off into healthy eating. And yeah, he was making uh, we we was doing the uh, the blends with the fruit with the smoothies yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and he was making all that vegan food and all man. that. You know what I'm saying? Man, he's a great cook. Indeed. You got to give it to him. He was on that Dr. Sebi. It was good times, man. You know what I'm saying? So we was eating good. We was recording, blowing trees. Yeah. Shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I had him coming with me, man. So, yeah, it was there. Yeah. So uh, we, we did that for about 10 years. Okay. We did that for about 10 years. And gotcha. um, I met What's Real. Mm-hmm. And What's Real got me to host his shows. You met him through through the studio too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, Bazooka Joe Gotti and uh, De Niro brought what's real through. Um, once what what's real came through, and um, I went to one of his shows. Reese Maddock. Oh, Reese Maddock was there. Yeah. How did I meet Reese Maddock? Let me think. Oh, through my nephew. Uh, shout out to uh, to Bruce. Mm-hmm. What's Bruce's last name? Sprucious Brucious, we used to call him. But but Bruce used to um he was recording at uh High Street and then he went over to uh, these ones down here on McKinn McKinn McKinnon. A studio? Oh, 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 oh. You know uh, those little studios down studio? there? It's not secret, but I know which one you're talking about. I mean, but anyway, um, um but, but Bruce yeah. had a lab, he had a lab on Hate yeah. Street. And that's where I met Reese Maddock, because he had came over to record with uh, my nephew, Sleep Tight. The Line, and uh, uh, who was his boy? Um, his boy B. Uh, Skis Nuts. Okay. So, um, so I had Skis Nuts come over, Reese Maddock. I still got an album for Reese Maddock that ain't nobody heard, and okay. we getting ready to drop that one too soon. Dope, dope. And so, um, shout out to Reese. Reese Maddock, what's up, baby? Yeah. And um, yeah. So Mo the Hustler eventually came through. Shout mm-hmm. out to Mo. N O H Mafia. The N O H. You know what I'm saying? I never met uh, R B L though. Yeah. Um, out of all this, um, you know, that's crazy. Places and I would definitely thought that that would have been the case. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's, I never got a chance to meet Mr. C. I was, you know, yeah, yeah. He passed away when I was R.I.P. Uh, Mr. C. I mean, I, I, I should have been old enough to know him, but I mean, of course, I only Black C. The only one in RBL who I had yeah. a chance to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Well, I never met Black C. Either, never but, met him um, either. But uh, shout out to him, man. He's yeah. doing big things. Off top, carry Still. that RBL thing to the next level. Absolutely. But yeah, when that Bama Weed came out, woo, that was 
That was the Slizam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we did 10 years down at Funky's Joint. I met a whole bunch of people, hosted some shows, did my album, 50 Times Around the Sun. Great album, man. Tell me how that came about, man. You can go oh, well, I know how it came that. about, but for the people, you know what I'm saying? Well, it was a really great project. It was a compilation, right? Yep. That's the best way to put it. Shit, um, I had about, everything. I had about 50 MCs on that. That thing was great, bro. I mean, it, I'm very honored to be on two songs, I believe. Well, you was on one on 50 Times Around the Sun, and then I did a mixtape, uh, what was it called? A Day in the Life. Was I only that on was, one? That was, 50? it kind of coincided with that. I thought I was on two of them on the 50. Let's think. I am, I think. I'm on the network. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, I'm you on did two. the one with De Niro on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And then you did one uh, with with um, a couple of cats I had put on from um, from uh, Santa Rosa. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Mac Diesel. Shout out to Mac Diesel. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I met a whole bunch of people. Um, we we uh, we we just started recording, and and Joe used to come over all the time, do some recording. Then he brought De Niro. Uh, De Niro started recording, brought what's real. Mm-hmm. So eventually, you know, once we started doing the show, uh, I started hosting Mac Real, Mac uh, What's Real shows. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, I started meeting all bunch of MCs that came to perform, and um, I would um, talk to them before the show mm-hmm. to try to get a feel for. Um, putting an introduction together for them, kind of like you do as a host, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I did my homework on their previous um, recordings mm-hmm. and uh, tried to get familiar with whoever he had at that show. I think mm-hmm. he did them once a month. Yeah, at the showdown. At the showdown. Shout out to the showdown. R.I.P. the showdown. R.I.P. Man. <laughs> I mean, they got something else there now. You know? Well, of course. I mean, business goes on, but the, the showdown, show. you dig? That was, hey, those were good times, man. Wasn't it? Man, I, I enjoyed myself at the showdown. Man. Me and you both, man. <laughs> that was a nice spot. Yeah. But uh, I, I got to give a shout out to What's Real because he put me, me on as the host. Me too. I, you know, let me say something, man. And this is the first, because I'm going to... I, I want to interview What's Real as well because of the fact that, you know, I'm going to give him his flowers on this spot, on this episode. I've never done this ever publicly, I don't think. Um, I'm going to give him his props as far as one of the first people um, to, I don't want to say loud. Sure. I mean, this is event, so he allowed me to perform there. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I did one with the Madhouse, and then I, you know, I was feeling myself a little bit, yeah. and I remember I told him, I said, hey, man, you need to let me rock my own set, bro. And then I came to his show, and I was like, I'll kill it. And he was just like, oh, okay, so you can't get up right now, but I'll put you on the next one. I was like, all right. And I didn't know him. He didn't know me. He put me on, and I, I did my thing. And then he started inviting me to perform at a lot of different events, like the one that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I did that one. Mm-hmm. I did one with, uh, I don't know if his show was Locksmith. Somebody, it may have been, may have not been, but whatever. But a lot of different opportunities, uh, even the uh, the Lyft uh, car ride, I was in there with me, him, and Cash Campaign. So what's real invited me for a lot of shit. Yeah. And and I and I give him props for that because I'm like I'm not necessarily in that type of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for. I'm not necessarily in that. Um, 
uh, shit, not lame, but uh, I guess that group or whatever. Right, the, right. You know, the, the click, song, right? The click. So as far as what he does and, and, and you know, the, the different artists who are kind of more affiliated with him, you know, I'm more of the, you know, traditional Frisco you know, yes, meaning you know. Yes, sir. Cup, cup I know exactly the, what you're talking. Cup from that other cloth, big if you, Mac. The if you from Frisco, you know what you know what he talking. You know about. what I'm saying? I'm cut from that cloth. So yes, indeed. And and you know, so shout out to what's real for including me as an outsider, but you know, a real Frisco nigga. But you know, he I don't know if he even knew that or felt that way, but he put me on to a lot of opportunities uh, when he didn't have to. So shout out to what's yes, real. Sir. I'm gonna interview yes, your motherfucking ass in the future, <laughs> brother. If you look, yeah, you're gonna tap in, man. Me, too tough. We're gonna send this shit to you, bruh. But go ahead, tough. Yeah, no, I just, I'll, just gotta give flowers where they at. I, man. I, I, I'll give what's real over here. He, you ain't gonna have no problem. Oh, I ain't no problem. I hit him but, up too. But yeah, yeah. But let him no, know that we, no, we shout, shout out, him out. Shout yeah. out to uh what's real, man. And sure. um, you know, he's he's a little pioneer. He's been doing his thing. Um, me and What's Real, I actually went out on tour with him and DJ okay. for him. Dope. Um, and, you know, back in the days, uh, open for Ice-T, Gangstar, Coolio, okay. MC Light. He's a hustler. Man. He's a young hustler, man. I my, uh, my, uh, my, my uh, bandmate, Mr. Cool Mackin, mm-hmm. his cousin is Coolio. Okay. Right? And both of their cousins is... Uh, um, my man Spoon, who was who used to run uh, the club down here, Monte Carlo. Not not the Monte Carlo, the one at um, um, what's what's the uh, what's Sam the Jordan. Sam Jordan. Okay. So um, so he had got at me about DJ and Sam Jordans, but I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. So you know, TC ended up tearing that up. He's doing a great job. He still. DJing at the uh, club on third yeah. right now. Yeah, um, the old uh, the jazz Monte spot. Carlo. It's jazz room and also. Oh yeah, the one yeah. I just mentioned. Um, April. And it, uh, or the spin It's the right other now. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Club, uh, club envy. Club envy. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. everybody, man. So you know what I'm saying? Third Street, Hunters Point, yeah. Bayview. We keep it lit. Yeah, we clicked. One, two, five, we all clicked up, man. Yeah, yeah. We all know and love each other. You know what I'm saying? I, I support TC, whatever he doing. You know what I'm saying? He right, straight legendary in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I give him all the props because, man, he, me and him started out as teenagers yeah. doing this thing. And, man, just like me, he, he say don't nobody really know who he is, but he didn't, you know, he didn't been a, a part of a whole bunch of big records. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um I don't have any envy or anything like that just because, you know, my brother ended up going to the pen and, you know, nobody got signed. But, you know, we all turned out just fine. You Indeed. know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's always been about the love of music for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it will always continue to be that. You know what I mean? I, I, I got a studio at the house. I record. I make beats all the time. I love uh, that. I got... My grandson making beats. He's dope as fuck. I know that's right, man. I, I got to give him a shout out, Mr. EJ. He's over in Amsterdam right now. Okay. And so, um, yeah, he Amsterdam, he, Amsterdam. Yes, sir. He doing big things. Shout oh, out, yeah. shout out to your grandson, man. Yeah. So, he's um, 15 now, and uh, picked up that guitar. He dope as fuck on it. Started making beats. Yeah. And uh, I guess he started YouTube and how to uh, fool with the. Uh, with the Pro Tools and all that stuff, because he's deep. He's pretty deep with that now. I know, that's right, man. That's that's dope, bro. 
I mean, and uh, keeping it in the family. I love the energy and I love the fact that, you know, like like you said, man, you you shouting out your peers and I, and the main thing, like you say, is it's all for the love of the music. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own path, but everybody has definitely left their footsteps, you know, in that sand. You know what I'm saying? And you certainly have done so as well because you touched a lot of people, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't um, give a shout out to uh, Big Bob and the Monster Crew. Okay. They always gave me props, you know what I'm saying? As a teenager when I was DJing way back in the days. Yeah. Whenever I see him, it's all love. Uh, like I said, Huey MC. Um, who else, man? Uh, Coolio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we, we WC mm-hmm. from the Mad Circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We... We chopped it up in hotel rooms. Uh, Run DMC, I've been in the hotel rooms with them man. just because of my uh, my man Black Magic was uh, their road manager's cousin. Okay. So um, yeah, I've been I've been in the room with with a bunch of heavy hitters and uh, signed artists and um, yeah. just you know didn't really have a passion to get signed, so I never really pursued it like I you know could have yeah but i'm not bitter about it you know what i'm saying because i just still go to the store with my kids no doubt man i know that's right i know that's right man so i got a little segment that i do with everybody you know before we wrap it all up but before i even jump into that segment is there something new we should be looking out for that you're working on currently because i know you just uh worked on the nero album the stimulus package that dropped and you, did you produce that all the whole project yes, yes. shout out uh, shout out to that you me know and um in Hit Lab and uh, Everclear, okay, is on that one. Okay, so what what what's what are you working on now that that we can be on the lookout for? Well, to be honest, I really haven't done much in the okay. past year. Okay, but um, I've been doing a few remixes and stuff. You know, okay. just here and there. Like I said, I got one uh, from that EP you did that I'm gonna drop pretty soon. Yes, sir. Uh, Reese Maddox album probably Which drop song? pretty soon. I'm, I'm, I'm juice. Oh, okay. uh, Ricochet. Ricochet. Okay. Ricochet. I got. Uh, um, I put a singer on there by the name of. Uh, I, I, I hate this because I, I have such a bad thing with names. Her name is Aaliyah Faye. Shout out to Aaliyah Faye because she did her thing on Aaliyah that remix. Faye. Madhouse. That's oh her. Mm-hmm. So she's on it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. And a shout out to the Madhouse. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he gave me one of my first interviews on K-Poo. And you know what? I'm gonna give him some props right now. For too, sure. If, if, if it's okay to give some Big other folks ups. props on, on on your platform, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shouts. I think you know. And, I, and and the reason definitely I'm gonna do this is because you know what's fucked up about us as people sometimes is. Um, we we tend to forget, and sometimes when things is looking good, we all about it. And then when things aren't necessarily as they were, we tend to forget about motherfuckers. <laughs> so shout out to Dez, yes. the Madhouse, Dez specifically, because um, when I first came back and I was gone for ten years, Dez, um, you know the people who I was, you know what I'm saying doing music with at a time. They brought me over there. And um, to Dez, when he was at uh, um, City College, and when they was doing the, uh, the Madhouse show that way, mm. and then he eventually moved over to K-Poo. Mm. And, and Dez has consistently always invited, included, 
everybody. And the, the first and only tour I've ever been on and headlined, along with the other brothers, um, um, Dez was, you know, he, he, he put that together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Regardless yeah. of whatever the experience was. It was a, it was experience for sure. But I'll say this. I've never experienced that before or after. And, uh, you know, Dez helped put a lot of people on with the resources that he had. Yeah. And he didn't have to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and now he's definitely focusing as an artist. So shout out to Dez. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for looking out for a lot of people and, you know, everybody don't get their flowers, man. Like I say, man, it's a lot of motherfuckers, we, we, as humans, we, we sometimes are, are full of shit, man. You know what I'm saying? We're, we are. We're full of shit sometimes. I ain't gonna cap. You know what I'm saying? When things is great, we, we riding. Yeah. And when it ain't that way, we, we didn't disappear. So, um... Yeah, man, I'm. I put it on the line. It's the Ooh NASA podcast, man. We don't, we don't, we don't. Ooh NASA. We don't hide shit around here, man. We keep it in the buck, man. You feel me? That's right. And if they ain't gonna tell you the truth, them ain't your partners. I'm trying to tell you yeah, about something, but uh, tough, man. Um, so okay, so I appreciate to hear that. Okay, so any any uh, ETA on when that new one coming out with 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 uh, Miss Faye? I mean, I'm 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 gonna plan yeah, on man. doing it before Christmas. Okay, beautiful. But um, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people, please. Uh, number one, Mr. Young Gully over okay. in the East Coast, uh, East Bay, over okay. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give him a shout out. He had um, one of the most um, streamed songs that I've done. Okay. Um, What's that song? That song, damn, what is that song? Okay, <laughs> I'll put you on the spot. Hey, it's all good, man. We're going to look it up, man. We're going to look it up. I'm, I, when we find it out, we're going to put it up in the... Uh, no, Serious Biz. Serious I, I, I got to give a shout out to uh, Young Gully, uh, Breathless, mm-hmm. the uh, female MC, one of the dopest that I know. Okay. Uh, Unlearned World. Okay. He, uh, he's really doing his thing right now. See, he just did a video with Sky Zoo. Yep. Give, give him his flowers now because yep. he's on the rise. Yep. Um, uh, I've got to give a shout out to GGO who did my uh, my album cover. Okay. Dope art. Absolutely. And he's a great rapper as well. Okay. And um, everybody, um, Mac Dizo, um done a couple of tracks with him. And anybody, everybody else who participated on that album, that was a groundbreaking album. Like I said, I had about 50 MCs on those two projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, gotta give a shout out to my wifey. Straight up. For uh, being down with me throughout all the good and bad times throughout this thing. That's a beautiful thing. When I met her, I was, I was heavy into the player game. Okay. And, uh, she made you tame it down. She made me tone it down, and she uh, turned me into the businessman that I am. The I king that. that I am. You can't be a king if you don't have the queen. Speak on it, brother. Unless your name is Riggs. Unless your name is Riggs. <laughs> and I had, I, I, had, I had a few queens in my time. You know no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. But uh, yeah, no, but no, straight up though, I'm just being funny. But shout out to your queen, brother, because you know that backbone is serious, and you know what we do is tough. You feel me? Um, aside, because you're a businessman and you do this, you know, as well. Uh, this is off. I would say part of your business as well. But obviously, you have many hats that you wear. 
and then for somebody to be able to, you know, for lack of a better term, deal with it, it's, it's a difficult thing because sometimes they just they just want all the attention and, you know, they're unwilling to understand <laughs> yes, that indeed. you have something yes, else indeed. that's feeding your interest. No, no, so no. that's a beautiful thing, bro. Been very supportive all these years. Yes, yes, indeed. Straight like that, mate. Straight like that. It's dark on the block outside, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's when they be creeping. So, uh, yeah, mate. Um, like I said, I ain't trying to keep you forever. We almost hit the two-hour mark. So shout out to you, man, for, Thank you, for, for pulling up. Thanks for having up. me. Absolutely. No question. But I'm going to hit you with um, this is my closing segment, so I like to have a little bit of fun for this last few minutes. For sure. And uh, I have like a couple quick questions that I ask everybody. Shoot them. So this is this is like a rapid fire round, so you don't have to give me no explanations as why. Okay. Just, I need the answers. Okay. No explanations. Okay. So here's the first question. Mm-hmm. First question is this. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Because, yeah, I'm going to ask you. I'm about to ask you um, a question that I asked Budweiser. So, okay. Uh, so, you'll be the second Shout out to Budweiser. Shout out to Wiser. Wiser. Hey, Budweiser. Wiser. Budweiser. And Budweiser. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. Uh, Frisco legend, you know, Hunter's Point legend for sure. Definitely. Um, so, the question I asked that brother was who is on. The Mountain Rushmore of Frisco rap. Mm. There's just four people you can name, and I understand how difficult this can be because you have to leave off some legends. Okay. So with that said, okay, we're not adding groups. Now, if you want to no choose groups. somebody who's from a group, okay. and put them up there, that's fine. Okay, but, you but can't just say Frisco though. Oh, we're only talking about Frisco right now. Okay. Because it's the Frisco pod. Okay. Um, but but with that said, obviously we I, I uh, only re- asking this question to you and Wiser so far because uh, you know you you the affiliates who are aware Frisco, of Frisco Giants. Shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I will definitely be original asking Frisco Giants. There you go. Yes, sir. So I can't ask everybody these questions. So okay. Um, and, and I'm not going to tell you who was on his list. Well, I have mine. It don't matter who I'm, is on here. I'm excited to hear this. I have Let's mine. We'll Number see. one, and without a question, is NSH3, Nicolia Stephen Hooker, a.k.a. Nicolion, the hardest motherfucker in Frisco. Okay, Nicolion. Hands down, so he's, he's my number one. He's on the Mount Rushmore. He's, on okay. my, he's my number one. Okay. Second would be Cougnut. Okay. He's he's up there. Uh, he was a pioneer, mm-hmm. uh, straight up gangster rapper. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? With with the with the whole gangster movement, he was right in there with the Ice Cubes and all of that stuff. Absolutely. He might not be as famous as uh, Ice Cube and all them, but he is definitely a Frisco legend. Absolutely. In his own right. West Coast. Legend. And and he gone now, but he got monster flowers. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, next. I had to give it up to uh, Andre Nicotina. Okay. Andre Nicotina. AKA uh, Dre Dog. dog. Yeah. You feel me? And I was blessed enough to uh, have him come be on 50 Times Around the Sun with Young Gully on that track as All well. Right. And, and that could be why it, it did what it did. But um, give him his flowers, you know what I'm saying? Straight legend. Nicky. Underrated. Uh, uh, the the Jim Jones of rap. Can you dig it? <laughs> I spoke to you like a motherfucker. You know, you know. Fun fact. Uh, Talk to me. 
they called me Dre Dog my four years of high school. <laughs> like, like it started off, look, let's just keep it a real, right? It started off as a joke, because, you know, the popular niggas, like, <laughs> when I was going to the school, um, right before it started, two, two, two people, I guess, because I got big lips, and it was like, doing a song, and I was like, the fuck? And then they was just like, it's cool for the lips. And I was like, these motherfuckers over here making jokes and shit, okay? And then, and then they, so the first day of school, when we started, it was like, Dre Dog, Dre Dog. And like I said, they was the most popular people at the school, so everybody started calling me Dre Dog. Even teachers thought my name was Andre. <laughs> so everybody was calling me, from wow. freshman to senior year, my name was Dre Dog wow. in high school. Fun fact. No shit. And nobody knew, but them two motherfuckers That's knew crazy. why that they was calling me that. But everybody, that's no matter crazy. what race, everybody called me Dre Dog. They thought that was my name. That's crazy. Crazy as hell. But so, <laughs> so you know, I knew Dre Dog from way back, yeah. right? But he he blew up and did his own thing, um, basically with TC, right? Mm-hmm. And um, smoked up and rap. I had seen him at a Best Buy one day mm-hmm. after so many years, and I was like, "Damn, Dre Dog, what's up, my nigga?" And uh, I was like, "Man, you uh, you down to do a verse?" He didn't even charge me. Wow. Dre Dog came over, did the verse. Um, he said, he said, tough, I don't even rap no more on record. He said, all I do is shows. He said, but for you, I was like, right on, man. That's correct. So man, I, I give him all the love right there for that. You know okay. what I'm saying? But but no, he, he's an underground legend in, in his own right. No doubt. You know, he got a big cult He, he got one of the most underground cult followings that there is. His Absolutely. shows be jam packed. Absolutely. So we so, got three. So the, fir- the that fourth one, let's see. Um, we got we got. Uh, the uh, the notorious Filmo rapper uh, JT, we got uh, Huey MC, but we got uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the one that did the uh, one was short. Uh, you talking Fote? Fote rapping Fote. So, uh, me and Fote have a song, but uh, that uh, never... Well, actually, um, we don't have a song, but I made a beat for him that he was really feeling, and we was about to record it, but his management stepped in, and we couldn't do it. Gotcha. Uh, I went over to his house when he was in the projects in Filmo, Mm -hmm. and... uh, yeah, I never forget that. That boy had one of the biggest TVs back then <laughs> <laughs> in his little ass room. Okay. But yeah, Fote. So he's he's number four. He would be my number four. Okay, I like that, man. That's a that's a sick list. That's a sick list. That's 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 dope. I like that list. I, I really wish you had been able to meet my guy though. Um, one of the best rappers ever. Yeah. Ever. And, and those that know, they know. That's a great feeling to have somebody speak on your name that way. I would, yeah, man, that's 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 a beautiful thing, bro. You know, to to, to have people feel you in that in that type of light. So so uh, yeah, man. Shout out to your boy, man. What's his name once again? Nicoleon. Nicoleon, man. So we got Nicoleon. We got Coopnut. We got Rapid Forte. And we got Andre Nicotina, a.k.a. Dre That go. is Two Tufts, Mount Rushmore. From okay. Frisco. From Frisco. Frisco. We ain't talking about music, Mount the Rushmore. Frisco Rushmore. That's the Frisco Rushmore. Okay. So, 
Here we go. Here goes the rapid round. I'm gonna ask. I think I got one, two, four questions, and we done. Let's do it. Here we go. You stranded on an island, brother, mm-hmm. and you have no entertainment. Okay. You there for a whole month. All right. And I give you an iPod, and I say, I'll let you put any three albums you want. You can be as creative as you want to, but you can only have three albums. Doesn't have to be Frisco rap. I'm talking about oh, music. Just, just period. Just three music. Three albums, period. period. <laughs> Don't matter what it is. It could be a spoken word. I wouldn't care what it was. It could be whatever. What three albums wow. are you going to help? It got to be music. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. So, what three albums are going to help you uh, uh, survive that month? All right, all right, all right. I'm looking at one, Mr. Marley. Okay. I have to probably put Bob Marley's greatest hits on there. See, now that's, see, you're smart. Because, see, I always tell people, use the cheat code, man, greatest hits. I always <laughs> say anthologies, but go ahead, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, because, you know, I, I have those albums, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's one I would have to do. Um, I would probably, at this point, do Nas Nigger. Okay. Nas Nigger. So that album? Yep. Oh, that, is that your favorite Nas album? Yes. Wow. Yes. I think he called it The End. He switched, changed it. it because of the media. Whatever, For sure. You know. But wow, the nigga album. Wow, that's interesting. I would do that one. Okay. And um, Nas. one more, right? One more. Well, there's another um, artist named Protégé. Uh, reggae artist as well. I, okay. I'm all into reggae. Beautiful. That's good. I, I rarely listen to hip hop. I would have zero hip hop albums if I did my list. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, oh no, no, one, only one. Well, only one. I, I really like that Nas album. Yeah. Okay, so I, I would I would listen to that one if I was I, you know I, if if somebody you know came and gave on a boat and yeah. couldn't give me a ride back or whatever and say here I got this like, right on. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, so and then uh, protege. Is another reggae artist and his latest album. I don't know what it's called, but man, it's dope as fuck. Okay, so Protege, Nas, The End, and Bob Marley Greatest Hits. Now, now, if I if I uh, didn't do that Nas album, it would be uh, Skip Marley. So we almost got all the grandson, all reggae. Oh man, I can't I can't get enough of reggae. I ain't mad at you. I'm a, I'm a roster anyway, so. Okay. <laughs> there we go, man. There we go. There we go. Okay, so that's it. So here's the next one. Who are three artists? And I know one of them. Mm-hmm. But who are three artists who you say everybody should know who the hell they are? Everybody. Yeah, like, like what I mean by like somebody who you love, three artists who you love, you like, Everybody don't know him, but everybody needs to know this person. Oh, yeah. I wish you heard their music. So okay. I know one of them. Well, that would be Nicole Young. Exactly. So um, who are the other two people who you think well, everybody needs to know their music? Definitely uh, my man's Cool Mackin. Okay. Um, that Mackin' Too Tough stuff that we were doing early, boy. Monster game, man. Okay. Because, boy, we was we was going hard on them hoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, uh, Cool Mackin, mm-hmm. um, it'd have to be uh, for that third one. Yeah. Who um, should everybody know? Everybody should know Young Lot. I mean, I don't know how that 
would that fit works. into that. that you works know what perfectly. I'm saying? If but, you feel like like you that's know, an like, artist that everybody should like, know. Like, you know, he 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 wouldn't be on my rushmore, but like, Not a rushmore. like for the up and coming, you know, Frisco, you know what I'm saying, the people go to right now, mm-hmm. I'd have to pick him. Okay. I'd have to pick him. I mean, he got some hot shit. Wow, man. Rock gets a lot of love on And I really head. like, uh, you know, the video work that he be doing. Yeah, very big. You know what I'm saying? But um, I like his, um, the, the beats that he chooses to rap to on mm-hmm. his albums and stuff. Yeah. And it really kind of goes with, like, his whole get down. His now. persona. I, yeah, he has, a, he has a thing going, like, like. From from one album to the next. Okay, yeah, I agree with that, uh, and, and I think everything he does is real big, and he's just definitely grown every over the years. So shout out to Lot Man. He gets he got lots of real estate on his podcast so far. Uh, so that's dope. Okay, you know, but you Bazooka Joe. Yeah, yeah, he gets slept on too. He's dope too. It's a lot of us dope artists who get slept on, man. Shout out to the dope artists who get slept on. For sure. Straight like that, man. Straight and like the dope that. producers. And the dope producers, man. Straight like dope artists. A lot of us, a lot of artists in general get slept on. Singers, writers, producers, painters, drawers, photographers, videographers, people who make motherfucking cakes. All the shit, man. All right? Yes, so indeed. here's the last two questions. Two. Um what would have been, and uh, we're going to rapid fire it because we got three minutes. Okay. Who is, who, um, I'm not going to say dead or alive, alive. Okay. Dream collaboration. Ooh, alive. Anybody right now, you're like, you can collaborate with anybody. Mm. Who would it be? Mm. No explanation. Um, right now. I would really like to collab with Tony Tony Tone. I love it. I love it. Huge fan. Big Sadiq fan. Um, and of course, just them as a collective. I, I love their, you know, their, uh, the way they play music. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. They, they get down on the guitars and they've got some funky stuff. But, you know, I would really like to produce a track with them. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to leave it at this. This is the last question. 100 years from now, we're all dust. Yes. I would say. Unless something new was invented and they shoot it in us and they say, y'all stuck here forever. (laughs) But I think it's safe to say me and you are going to be dust in 100 years. Okay. Somebody finds something that says too tough. Mm Mm-hmm. And somebody there knows who the hell you were. Okay. What do you want them to tell that person when they say, who the hell was too tough? What should they be saying? What do you want to hear? Uh, that um, that he was a, a, a great role model and example for um, his kids and his seeds. Mm. And that's really it. It don't have nothing to do with music. It don't have nothing to do with you know, DJing or anything like that. I just want to be a good role model. I want to be a a good uh, father figure, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Too Tough, y'all. Shout out to Too Tough, man. Shout out to Too Tough, man. Yeah, brother. I appreciate you None pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, give them give him your, uh, your information, like the IG or whatever, if you want them to tap into anything. What's the info? Where should they find you? Uh, 
Let's see. I'm on Facebook under Too Tough. Okay. Too Tough. And um, my IG is totally different. It's all about the classic cars. No it's, doubt. Uh, Mr. Tough 415. Okay. And where they, and, and to find your music, what should they type in? Uh, Too Tough. Too Tough. T-O-O. T-O-U-G-H. T-O-U-G-H. Once again, we in here with Too Tough. And this is, uh, you know, on a timeout. Ooh, NASA. And let me, let me put this fact in the game. Yeah. Now, there's another DJ Too Tough from the Tough Crew in Philadelphia that's back in the days. Yeah. Now, that's why I spelled my name a little bit different than his. So don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. The Tough Crew was a real dope underground crew back in the days, but I am not a biter. I did not <laughs> bite that brother's name, okay? Had to get that disclaimer, y'all. So, once again, shout out to the big homie Too Tough. This is the Ooh NASA podcast. Right on for tuning in, man. We're going to be back at y'all, man. The Iron Kitchen. Iron Kitchen. We out of this book. Peace.